Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for another magnificent, stupendous, serendipitous cryptid roundup episode. Hooray. Hooray indeed, Brett, my scaly friend, as we have some really cool and mysterious beasts this time round to shock and amaze. <laughs> Called you scaly. <laughs> yeah. This time round, Brett and I are heading to two completely different parts of the earth. So away we go. All aboard the Cryptid Express. Doot, doot. <laughs> Today, Brett, I'm taking you on a journey. A cold journey. An icy journey. Far down into the frosty abyss surrounding the South Pole. Antarctica, of course. In 2002, some very strange rumors began to spread on a Japanese website. Rumors of something odd, wandering around the ice banks and the cold ocean. Reports came in from a government-operated Japanese whale research vessel who were in the area at the time. The crew stated that they had witnessed a very large white figure bobbing up and down amongst the waves late one night. Though confused, the crew assumed it to be just a submarine of some sort, but decided to take a closer look anyway. They turned in the direction of the figure, and when they were close enough, what they saw changed their lives forever. Manual sound effects, guys. It's not cheap to get a non-copyright one. Saves on editing. <laughs> the eyewitnesses describe the figure as being pure white, with whale-like skin and a humanoid figure, but far, far larger than any human. Estimates put it at 20 to 30 meters in length. The figure is said to have long arms, hands with five fingers, and some say it had legs, while others say it had something more akin to a whale or mermaid's tail. The creature even had humanoid facial features, with two eyes and a large mouth being all that was visible. Once the crew tried to get a bit closer, the figure rapidly vanished beneath the ocean. After these rumors started to circulate in Japan, it was soon uncovered that whaling vessels had been having similar encounters since the 1960s, but the rumors had never just come to light. In 2007, an image from Google Earth was published in a Japanese paranormal magazine called MU Magazine. The article was titled Antarctic Humans, which sought to uncover some of the mystery. Now, the Google image photo shows what appears to be one of these creatures off the coast of Namibia. A strange white figure seems to be floating in the ocean, which struck people as being odd, as there wouldn't usually be any icebergs or glaciers found there. Not in Namibia, surely. Yeah. Look, the waters can get quite cold. Yeah, but I mean, no icebergs. Not big floating glacier. No. So what is this big white floating thing you're swimming once in namibia and they call you a cryptid <laughs> <laughs> that's just you you i'm blind not people. that pale the satellites pick you up boy <laughs> in 2010 a japanese ocean research company published a video showing some of the deep sea footage taken in sagami bay off the coast of japan now the video starts off like your typical undersea video showing some deep sea squid octopi and strange looking fish mm. but towards the end of the video Viewers notice something strange. From the shadowy depths, one can make out what appears to be a figure laying on the sea floor, in an almost hunched position, with a large mouth and two striking eyes. This footage is most definitely not fake, and although the clarity of the video makes it kind of hard to see exactly what it is, many believe it to be another one of these creatures. I have seen the footage, and it is quite creepy. I've seen it. It's freaky as hell. It honestly looks... Like a nightmare, I yeah. see. <laughs> um, I actually forgot about it until 
you brought it up and I remember it now and I'm sad. Yeah. It's very, it's, it's very crazy. It is. And it's, it's, what's cool is it's hundred percent not fake. Yeah. There's no trickery, nothing. It is no. completely real. This creature has now been given the name Ningen in Japan, which directly translates to the English word human. The Ningen are believed to be its own species. Some have likened them to apes due to some witnesses reportedly seeing large white creatures walking on the ice in Antarctica, while others believe them to be more like some sort of humanoid whale hybrid. Though some descriptions vary, the fact remains that all of these reports involve the creatures being humanoid in one way or another, and always being pure white with facial features. Like think iceberg white. And it's always a distorted, hazy image. Yes. Some people say it's covered in hair. Oh, some people oh. say it's whale blubber. It depends if it's on land or under sea. Okay. The lines get a bit blurred here. <laughs> it's without a doubt that the legitimacy of these claims need to come into question. After all, why were there no accounts of this creature really from before 2002, when the story first broke? A lot of people contest that it's because it's a made-up story from the internet, but it's kind of believable, as these sightings have always been in such remote places, and there's not a lot of foot traffic going around, yeah. therefore less sightings. You can only really get there on these research vessels. Yeah. I mean, especially back then in the age where there was not really much of a social media presence going on, and the internet wasn't as popular and widespread as it is now. I don't know about you, but I don't really see many one-way trips to Antarctica on the like, yeah. travel agent boards. Exactly. <laughs> Another thing, though, is the location of the sightings. We have the three more well-known ones, being the original report from the whale research vessel in Antarctica, the Google Maps picture off the coast of Namibia, and the underwater footage from Japan. Three very different locations. The Ningen is almost exclusively associated with the Antarctic and cold deep waters. So why are there sightings in Namibia and Japan, and why are they even coming into question? Yeah. We can't really know this, but it seems like most strange water-related figures that somewhat match the Ningen's description are just getting linked to it now. Yeah, but, but that normally happens with cryptids. Yeah. So what could this Ningen really be? Is it just a folktale? Some make-believe story about randoms on the internet? A case of misidentification? Or, finally, a real-life cryptid that can finally enter the realm of being a real animal? As always, who knows? One thing is certain, there's absolutely no solid proof. If there was, then I suppose it wouldn't be a cryptid anymore, it would just be an animal. Basically. See the curve? Yeah. <laughs> so, until this day that real proof comes about, a logical skeptic can rule out it being an actual thing. Skeptics believe that the first sighting in Antarctica was most likely an iceberg of some kind bobbing around in the water that just went under a wave. That was some misidentified creature. The Namibian Google Maps image? Just some strange ocean debris or an iceberg that made its way up to the coast somehow. And to be honest, if you look at the image on Google Maps, well, it depressingly looks like a whole lot of nothing. <laughs> I don't see a humanoid figure in that picture at all. I haven't seen that photo. I'm going to search after this. We'll put it up on Instagram, but it just looks like floating white nothing. I don't know. It really is. Well, so what can you say? It you looks take, like blobs. You have to take someone very creative to try and put yeah, something out of that. 100%. And the Japanese research institution footage, well, the water is quite cloudy and the figure seems to not really be moving. So the current theory is that it's either a funny-shaped rock with barnacles reflecting the camera's light, making them look like eyes, or possibly some kind of strange but real undersea animal, like a snaggletoothed eel, which has often been linked to very strange seawater things because they're quite hideous looking. Oh, yeah. So 
Basically, it's all a case of pareidolia, which we've spoken about before. Yeah. Human trait of seeing faces and figures in normal everyday objects. There are some other wild theories like various shark or whale species thought to be extinct or undiscovered sea life, that sort of thing. But the fact remains that so much of the ocean is unexplored that maybe the case that the Ningen is actually out there. Maybe the Japanese crew aboard the ship did really see something that night. But until there's proof, we'll never know. This is the one crypt that I really hope does not exist. Yeah, it's scary. It's man. so scary. It also, it's very much associated, if you look at the pictures anyway, with, what's that one phobia we spoke about on the one episode where there's just empty ocean and like one strange object that shouldn't be there? Oh, um, phalo- thalassophobia or something like that. Something like it's, that. It's, it's the fear of large open bodies of water or something. Yeah, so whenever you see a picture of this and it's like underwater, it's always just masses of blue and then one creepy floating white human yeah you know? with these really long extended arms and yeah. fingers it's, it's insane and when we say white i don't mean like you and i Brett. no no no. It's we like, mean like polar white correct think, th- think of like literally a floating iceberg or yeah. snow or whatever if you look online there are some artist renditions of ningen and they are just all over the place i saw one like. that literally just looks like a round ball with no arms and legs with a face in the ball. Yeah. It looks like an egg, with, like an egg with legs, but it's pure yeah. white. So that's one of the ones that people relate to the sort of maybe an ape-like species okay. covered in hair that is bipedal and walks over the ice shelves, I guess. Okay. Whereas the original one is the water-based thing. Yeah, that, that one freaks me out. I don't know how those two are related at all. No, it's such a far stretch. Yeah. And then there are some Ningen sightings that involve them without having legs or kind of mermaids' tails, but instead having tentacles. Oh. So it seems like they're associating all these weird underwater humanoids and now even above land humanoids with the Ningen. Because in all fairness, a lot of the photos do only show the upper torso. Yeah. So maybe they're just being, well, we don't know what's on the other end of it, yeah. so let's just give them tentacles. But Maybe that part was bobbing in the water when it was first seen, and so it wasn't that visible. Yeah, I don't know. And I've seen ones where it's like the head is actually a skull, which is obviously, <laughs> obviously nonsense. Um, yeah, but it still adds to it. Yeah. And there's some that are just literally like a white dugong with a big smile. <laughs> so, so, who really knows? I really liked the Ningen, though. When I first heard about it, it was way back when, and I'm pretty sure I was reading the Paranormal Reddit or something, and it, it came up, and it really fascinated me. And it was one of those, like midnight reads and i actually got like legitimately scared just by reading an article yeah <laughs> which doesn't happen often so it kind of <laughs> stuck with me like that so i've actually been wanting to do this one for a while it, it's that image of that thing just floating in the blue water yeah. nothing else around yeah it is creepy there's also something similar it's definitely not the ningen but i'm not sure if you've seen the video there's a pretty good video out there where there's what looks like a sort of pair of legs just walking down a hill there's okay. like a couple of them. Okay. It's two long legs, basically, and only legs, but they're quite big and they're like fat, uh, but not with defined calf muscles and stuff like that. I just mean like it's almost long. Like cylindrical. Almost legs. if you took your two fingers and a piece okay. of iron, turned it upside down and walked it on a table. Okay. It looks just like that. And they're just walking down the hill. Oh. They have a name. I'm going to look it up quickly. Yeah. So they're called Nightcrawlers. Which, funny enough, do look like people just wearing baggy pants and putting them over their heads. <laughs> I'm pretty sure this was a TikTok trend at some point. <laughs> yeah, probably. This definitely came out way before the whole yeah, TikTok yeah, thing. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but kind of in a similar way is what the Arctic pictures of the Ningen look like. Yes. Uh, well, just these white figures yeah. with long legs walking. Sort of the ape versions of this. Not the sea 
version that I saw. With and the then hands. it does make you wonder if there's a walking hairy ape with long legs and humanoid figures, why were they like, that's an Ingen and not that's a Yeti? You know, exactly. Different parts of the world, I guess. It's but the abominable snowman. No, it's the Ningen, which is completely yeah. different. Because Japan found it. Get your facts <laughs> straight. Anyway, that's the Ningen, guys. Uh, pretty cool one. Check it out. Look at our Instagram. We'll put up some pics of it. And it is a creepy one indeed. It will creep you out. Brett, what do you got, man? A tale from Commander Freiherr, George G. von Forstner's logbooks. On July 30th, 1915, our U-28 torpedoed the British steamer Iberian, which was carrying a rich cargo across the North Atlantic. The steamer sank so swiftly that its bow stuck up almost vertically into the air. Moments later, the hull of the Iberian disappeared. The wreckage remained beneath the water for approximately 25 seconds, at a depth that was clearly impossible to assess, when suddenly there was a violent explosion, which shot pieces of debris, among them a gigantic aquatic animal, out of the water to a height of approximately 80 feet. At that moment, I had with me in the Koning Tower six of my officers of the watch, including the chief engineer, the navigator, and the helmsman. Simultaneously, we all drew one another's attention to this wonder of the seas, which was writhing and struggling among the debris. We were unable to identify the creature, but all of us agreed it resembled an aquatic crocodile, which was about 60 feet long, with four limbs resembling large webbed feet, a long pointed tail, and a head, which also tapered to a point. Unfortunately, we were not able to take a photograph, for the animal sank out of sight after about 10 or 15 seconds. Okay, so let's just break down his description a little bit. He mentions it looking like a giant sea crocodile, which for me sounds like a mosasaur. Yeah. That's the one that jumps out of the water in Jurassic World. Oh, that crazy one. That's the crazy huge, one. Yeah. That's kind of what this description shouts at me. This is kind of a dumb question. How many meters is 60 feet? It's about 18-ish meters, so between 18 and 20 meters. Okay. So long enough for it to be like, whoa. Yeah, like huge. Yes. Now, some people have brought up the fact that by the account given by the commander, it kind of sounds like the creature was actually being transported by the British vessel. Because why would a creature come towards an explosion or crashed vessel? They would go away from it unless they were trying to feed or something. But it's just very strange that they shot it with the torpedo. It sank. And in the process of it sinking, when the explosion happened, the creature kind of came with the debris. Yeah, I mean, imagine fish. Everything would just like literally away, would go yeah. the opposite direction. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, sure, you could kind of word it like that, but it doesn't really make sense why a British ship would be transporting a creature like that. Unless there was like immediately blood in the water and this thing's like, yeah, smells good. <laughs> I smell blood in the water. <laughs> Uh, I mean, it, it, it could explain it being something completely normal that was on the British vessel. I did a little bit of research into the ship that got shot down, the Iberian, and it, it was just literally a cargo vessel. So okay. it, during, so this is World War One era, it was just 
transporting goods between Britain and America and stuff like that. So it is possible that it was transporting something, but I don't see it transporting an 18 meter. How long was the boat? Oh, it's huge. It was a huge shipping vessel. So it's possible, but I mean, still. Like crazy unlikely. Yeah, exactly. Crazy unlikely. Anyway, since this is World War I era, there was a lot of skepticism around the commander's accounts. People found it strange that out of all of the survivors of the sunken British vessel, because they did survive, I think only four or five died in the torpedo blast, all kind of jumped ship and then were rescued separately. Okay. So 61 survived. Uh, there were a whole bunch of new newspaper articles and all that about the survivors and their accounts and all that. Not one single one of them mentioned the creature. But I mean, I get that. They were trying not to die. So... I guess, but if I was Copus Mentis and I saw a creature, I'm going to tell people. Dude. Oh, hell yes. Like, unless they had some crazy fever dream and they were, like, afraid to tell people. <laughs> yeah. They'll think I'm crazy. Yeah. Well, that was another account on the commander side of things. Van Forstner was a pretty high-up commander, and since 1914 to about 1916, he was the commander and the captain of this vessel, and people thought very highly of him. And it yeah. wasn't a case of, okay, this is pirates being out at sea for, for years and years and years or months and months where you kind of start losing your mind and mermaids yeah. start appearing. He was very well renowned. And yeah, who would sacrifice their reputation? Exactly. Who would sacrifice their reputation for this? Especially as a like, decorated veteran. Yeah. You're not about to, in that strict kind of weird formal society, you're not about to go say, I saw a strange creature, guys. Correct. And and that was the backing on why people believed this. Unfortunately, the other the other guys that were with him, they passed away during World War One. So they actually weren't able to kind of give their side of things. Yeah. But this was all within his logbook that he had jotted down throughout their time with the U twenty eight boat. Um and I don't know if it's a case of him trying to add some fame onto something or anything like that. He did kind of make it very well known that he had seen this and he was very, very scared by it. Look, I'll be honest, I would make it well known too. Yeah. Like if I actually finally, I, I wish so badly, saw something weird, like yes. a cryptid, dude, I'd put it everywhere. Yeah, Everyone must know. Yeah. And his description was very like descriptive. It, it wasn't It wasn't a case of, and I mean, it kind of comes a little bit back to the Ningen as well, where you have features, but for some reason the features are very like, it's got hands, long fingers, and a pale face. Yeah. Like this one was, it was a crocodile-looking creature. This thing had webbed feet. It had four limbs. It had a sharp pointy tail as well as a tapered point in their nose. Like he had seen this thing. And he took a good 12 to 13 second look at it before it went down. There are artist renditions of it and drawings that he did of it. Uh, we'll put these up on our Instagram as well when we put the Ningen up. Um, just to kind of give you guys a look at it. Because it does look pretty cool. So saltwater crocodiles do have their nose coming to a sort of tapered point. Yes. And alligators have the flatter end. The flatter, fatter mouth. Yeah. Correct. So saltwater crocodile kind of seems plausible. Yeah, but this shipwreck took place just south of Ireland. Okay. Not really a place you're going to see no. crocodiles, alligators, sea, or anything. And you deep sea. There's no way that this is yeah, going to happen. Yeah, saw all the crocs hang out Correct. on the coast. Which goes back to, it is possible that the British ship was transporting some sort of crocodile being type thing. Some people have even gone as far as to say that it was uh, some sort of 
weapon of mass destruction for the war where they took a crocodile and tried to make a mosasaur type thing i don't know these conspiracy theories are <laughs> thick <laughs> yeah. dude. so those we kind of put to the side i mean you you kind of find one article on it and you kind of like brush to the side You're like whatever <laughs> going back to the actual origin of where this was seen it does also kind of bring up a few questions about nessie this is only about 800 k's from loch ness I mean, if you're looking at kind of any prehistoric dinosaur like plesiosaur, which people think that Nessie is, and the mosasaur that they think that this is, it's possible with how little of the ocean has been searched that there are, in fact, some sort of of aquatic dinosaurs. I, I don't know. It's could be just that area seems to be a little bit of a aha for these these sea creatures. I'm trying to look up when last Loch Ness was open to the sea. That is also very true. Because if it was around the same time, maybe it was open then and there's a creature coming in and out that they yeah. were trapped in Loch Ness. Maybe we've uncovered it. <laughs> I mean, there are a couple of small lakes that head to the ocean now, but I wonder if at some point there was a lot more space and water flowing between. I mean, I, I can imagine that. I don't see a giant alligator or Nessie walking to the Loch Ness <laughs> now, but... No, like if you if you look at the whole geography of Scotland and where Loch Ness is, it's almost this like diagonal divide through the country. Mm. And the bottom of that divide literally points directly at where the shipwreck is through (laughs) kind of island type of thing. (laughs) It's quite interesting, actually. The plot thickens. I'm telling you now that whole European section, man, they, they, they got some activity there. There's some stuff going down. I do. There are a couple of dinosaurs and stuff of that age that are like weird sea creatures. Yeah. The Mosasaur is just one of them. And funny enough, the Ningen is actually one of the other ones. Possibly people also said not Mosasaur, but one of those same there, similar dinosaurs. Of, it's not, it's not, so obviously it's the Plesiosaur, which is what they think that Nessie was. Nessie the Mosasaur, was, yeah. what they think that this is. And there is another one. It's like a paleo, paleosaur. Yes. Um, it's, it's like a combination of the two. It's got the longer neck with more of a, a, a pointy face or nose whereas Nessie's always been known to have a rounded head mm. I've never known how to pronounce the word but I think it's a peleosaur or something like that <laughs> peel <laughs> so guys we're gonna wrap it up there as always I love cryptid roundups and I hope you enjoyed this episode I really did Brett really did and if you liked us I mean surely you know the drill by now but in case you don't Brett <laughs> you can follow us on all social media platforms at Autopic Podcast. You can also get hold of us, community at autopicpodcast.com. Uh, send us an email if you know of any cool cryptos, if you know any kind of lost link between Nessie and uh, the U28 creature. Let us know, man. Hit us up. Also, check out our website, autopicpodcast.com. Some other cool things. So, until next time, guys, stay fresh. Stay freaky. Bye. Bye.